Welcome to the Chatham County Schools Notebook. I'm John McCann, Public Relations Coordinator for Chatham County Schools. And as you sit there, perhaps sipping from your bottled water, I want you to imagine having to walk miles to get that water. It's not a good thought, right? Which brings me to Northwood High School, where John Luca Yakano just graduated with the 2019 class. And he joins me here at Northwood. John Luca, congratulations on graduation and welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Now that you've graduated, what's your next move? Um, I'm going to attend UNC Charlotte, and I'm hoping to pursue a career in the field of international studies. I'm not sure exactly what aspect of the study yet, but I'm hoping to do something on the terms of um, of um, international service. With respect to graduation, I understand you got a pretty nice graduation gift. So my teacher... My Spanish teacher, Senor Lapoli, takes a group of students every year in the summer to the Dominican Republic in a small town, La Cumbre, which, um, you know, they have a lot of, they have many issues regarding their poverty, their lack of access to water, electricity, various essential human needs. And I was able to, I was luckily able to have the privilege to return and to be able to make a difference. My parents, after I graduated and they saw the work I was able to do for this town, they decided to allow me to return for the second time and to be able to see my work in the country and how it had affected many of the people's lives. Well, get us up to speed. Tell us about this work you were in the Dominican Republic. Tell us how this trip materialized, how this work materialized, and the impact that it had. When I came back from the first trip, I saw that a lot, when I went to the school, I saw that they didn't have, the students didn't have access to computers or the internet in general. So my first idea was to raise money to purchase a single computer, a single computer that has you know, a lot of the same um, capabilities that our computers here do. But after speaking to um, a professor that's actually live, currently living in the Dominican Republic, her name's Dr. Campbell, um, she told me that being able to provide them water would actually be a lot more beneficial to the community. And I thought about it a lot, and I really thought that this would be the best way to express my gratitude for the community itself. What stands out about what you're saying is going back to your original idea with the computer here in Chatham County Schools, there's plenty of technology, lots of computers. And you were talking about what would have benefited them was having one computer would have been a big deal for them. Absolutely. Having just one computer in their school, I think, would have changed their education their experience in education completely I mean here we have every student is every student's able to have their own computer access to the internet able to have access to like YouTube being able to learn through resources online and none of the students in the Dominican Republic have access to that at all so I thought that you know this would definitely be something that would benefit multiple students at once whether it's using internet resources to put certain things on. They have projectors in their classrooms. They can use that. I thought that this would be a good idea, which of course it would, but as I was talking more with the professor, learning more about their ways of life over there, I eventually learned that 
providing them with water would be a lot more beneficial being able to change their lives. So let's deal with that. These were folks who were walking a couple of miles to to get water. So they had water. They had access to it. But it was difficult to get that water for drinking, for showering, for washing clothes. And so talk us through what you had in mind when you found out they had this need for water. How did you go about trying to meet that need? Well, after speaking with Dr. Campbell, I decided that I would um, start a GoFundMe page and I would I would raise I raised around two thousand dollars, a little more actually. It was like slightly above two thousand dollars. I thought we would be able to have the sufficient amount of money to be able to buy the materials necessary, so like such as the the pipes, the power lines, the batteries, all the materials that I needed in order to make this all possible. So I thought that being able to purchase all these things would be able to get them to where they needed to be. What specifically were you learning in class that tied to you seeing that here is a need that I can meet in the Dominican Republic? I would say around my junior year, after I took AP Spanish, I, 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 became, I became very close with a lot of my Spanish teachers. I had, um, his name was, we, call, we named him Senor Herrera. That's what we called him. And um, Senor Lapoli as well. In both of their classes, I learned a lot about the culture and the ways that a lot of people in um, Spanish-speaking countries were living. So I learned about the poverty that they live in, the difficulties that they face, and I feel that a lot of the courses I took, they were able to open my eyes more to these sort of issues. So especially my teacher, Senor Herrera, he... We would talk about it in the morning. I told him even before this all started, I was like, hey, I'm, I'm really thinking about starting this water project. And he really pushed me to be able to do this because at first I was a little hesitant. I, I said, I told him, I was like, I don't know like if I'd be able to do this. It's a really big thing. I mean, I'm changing the lives of so many people. And he was like, you know what, man? You need to just go for it. You need to just push yourself and you need to just go for it and do, you know, do what your heart's telling you. And I said, you know what, I'm going to do it. So after thinking about it a lot, I thought, that's it, I'm just going to go for it. This recent trip to the Dominican Republic was the first time you were able to put your eyes on that project as far as face to face. I'm sure you'd seen pictures and videos. But prior to that, uh, what was the reaction when the folks found out this is the guy and his his classmates, these are the people that made it easier for us to get water. My initial reaction was, I, I honestly, I was speechless when I saw it after seeing pictures and seeing it all my seeing it for all this time and being able to finally see it in person. I was told. I think it really changed my life because I, at that point, I knew that. This is something I want to definitely do again, something even if it's on a bigger scale, it's something that I definitely want to do again. And I, it just it just felt so good to know that I was able to change the lives of so many people. And they were so grateful to to see to be able to see me in person. They kept thanking me over and over again. And this is also coming up from a community that is all about helping others. So for me to be able to give back to the community was a huge thing. I was able to reciprocate what they were doing for me. Roughly how many people are we talking about? It was 
they were there were eight homes and i would say that there were about 50 people living in that community including you know children as well and in those homes no internet tvs anything like that no internet no tvs no radio a lot of them are they're they're honestly unaware of many of the things that are going on in the world today they're just very enclosed in this bubble they're 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 they don't they're not aware of what's going on outside of the world. For those folks not to have all of those luxuries that we take for granted, did they seem like they were missing out? On, it did not really seem like they were really missing out on anything because then again, the, the, the community was, is all they know. They're in this bubble. They, really, they've, they've really heard, they don't really hear much about it in the world in, every day. So since they're in this bubble, they choose... Well, they don't choose. I mean, it's just the way it is. But they, they're they in this bubble and they don't really have a desire to learn more about what's outside, what's outside of their bubble. So I think that they just sort of settled and that's just the way it is over there. So for you being a young man, I see you have your phone right here. Does that make you deal with your phone differently or, or think about technology differently? When I was there, I honestly realized that technology, even last time I went, I realized that technology really, it's not something we really need to live. I mean, all we really need is, you know, the true, all we need is water, electricity, and just overall love in the community. That's all, and food and all we need are really those things and my phone i mean i honestly i just shut it off i really didn't want to use it at all on the trip i even i have an international plan as well i just chose to just put it down just take in it all and just live in the moment tell me this john luca in terms of practical things basic things like water over here you can go anywhere and find half empty bottles of bottled water I'm guessing you don't find that type of thing over there. Not not bottled water, but just a glass of water. I, I assume when folks put water in a the glass, they do something with it. They're extremely conservative of what they have. They're definitely not ones to waste anything at all, uh, when, whether it comes to food, whether it comes to water. You'll never be walking in the street and see a bottle of water half drunk. And it's it's really they're very conservative and very appreciative of the things that they have when as opposed to here you can be walking down the street you see someone throw i don't know a bottle full of water into the street totally just careless just completely careless but i mean that's just the way life is there and john luca as we wrap it up this sounds like this book has bitten you that you want to do more and more. Yes, of course. After, after seeing the way that I had affected the community and the ways that I was able to make the community happy and be able to spread more of the love and be able to reciprocate that sort of love that they were giving to us, I definitely feel that the, the love for the community and the love for the community is very contagious and i really am hope i really after after seeing my progress i really think that i will i will be doing more of this and it's something that i would really just love to do forever 
I'm extremely grateful for everything that Senior Lapoli has done for us to be able to provide us with this opportunity that he even mentioned. Like when we were talking in our groups, he even mentioned that you know not many kids have the opportunity to um, have the opportunity to go on a trip like this that's able to change a person's life so significantly. And I, I really could not be more grateful for the experience that he's provided for us and. As far as the students that helped me, I had a lot of my friends. We talked about it, specifically Kevin Barnes, Nuno Aguiar, Sarah Beck, Seamus Greeley, Henry Taylor, all kids, and the rest of the team. We were able to, I'm, I'm extremely grateful for the work we were able to accomplish because without their help, really none of this would have been possible. John Luca, folks your age tend to be caught up in going viral on social media and getting more likes and followers on Twitter, Instagram, and all that kind of good stuff. But what you did in the Dominican Republic, does that feel better than getting a lot of attention on social media? To me, it wasn't about the recognition at all. For me, it was just about the love that I had for the community and just everything that I wanted to do for them. It was just more about telling myself that I did something great in the world. And it was just more, I looked at it as something that was more advantageous for them. I didn't look, I didn't look for myself. I didn't want to be able to, you know, I didn't want to do the project, post something about it and let everyone think I'm flaunting it because that's not what I wanted at all. All I wanted was to just feel that sense of satisfaction that I did something great for the world and to be able to reciprocate that love that they gave me. It's just that that was all that I wanted. And not that there would be anything wrong with posting what you did on social media, but as we as we speak right now, you haven't posted anything about your work. I've not posted anything about my work. I chose to keep it more to myself and by keeping it more to myself, I think I was able to feel more of a sense of accomplishment than being than showing the world, you know, this is what I've done. But I'd, I'd rather keep it to myself and feel good about what I did myself. But down the road, do you think you might post something just for information purposes so folks can, can see it? Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that especially now that I've gone for the second time and a lot of my friends that worked with me, they want to see the results as well. So I, I think that for the sake of information, yeah, absolutely. I would definitely write write some sort of you know, short paragraph, some sort of caption on Instagram, um, post pictures of the results and, you know, show them that the work that we did all paid off. John Luke, I think we can say without exaggerating that you've literally made the world a better place. So thank you for what you did. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that.